You're listening to Mornings with Kelly and Steve on Moody Radio, from the word to life. Time for our Biblical Worldview Question of the Week with Nancy Fitzgerald of Anchors Away Worldview Ministries this morning. And we're talking about pride. Good morning to you, Nancy. How are you? Well, I'm good. Good morning to you, Steve and Kelly. Good morning. We're glad that you're able to join us this morning. Pride's a big thing. Pride is, well, it says it comes before the fall. That's a big one. Yes. That's a big yes. one, and we can see yes. that. But uh, pride, why does God hate pride? That's the big question. Yes, and you know, again, if you notice, God hates pride. It's not God hates prideful people. Um, he hates pride because it destroys. It destroys the person, and it uh does pride is a horrible thing to be around over a period of time, especially for the unbeliever. But just when we when we look at that, understand that people who embrace pride as the worldview, uh, they look through the lens of pride. Everything is about themselves in their own self promotion, and God hates it because yeah, uh, anything we do that keeps us from honoring God alone or enriching our relationship with the Savior is is what God hates. And prideful people are consumed with themselves and are masters of using others to elevate themselves. And I know we're all thinking, ah, I know, I know a couple people like that. But this morning, I think it's important that we take a little bit of a look at ourselves to see where we fall on this scale. Um, it certainly is, you know, something I'm looking at this week as I, as I consider what this really means, this idea of proud, proud, being prideful. And I've noticed that the arrogant are the ones that put down people whenever possible. And you've been around those people. Sly little remarks, uh, just a put down to keep people from becoming better than they are. And instead of worshiping God, they are worshiping themselves as their own God. And where this leads is terrifying, because these people end up, most of them, angry and lonely with very few friends. And we see in Psalm 10:4, it is in his pride, the wicked does not seek him. And this is the issue with God. In all his thoughts, there is no room for God. And then we see in Proverbs 8, 13, the fear of the Lord is hatred of evil. Pride and arrogance in the way of evil and perverted speech, I hate. So therefore, (laughs) you know, it's important for us to, to examine ourselves and then also how then do we deal with these prideful people? For real. And, you know, you mentioned, too, that we, we've got to be careful because sometimes, and I was talking to Steve about this earlier, Nancy, before you checked in with us, pride is something that hits all of us one way or another, even if we think yeah. we're immune to it. And I want to talk about self-righteousness and conceit because those are two things that I don't think we ever think we ourselves are guilty of. 
It usually takes someone else to point it out to us, and then we're going to fight with them about it before we ever get around to accepting that something's got to change. But it's got to change because God hates those so much. Talk about why that is. Yes, and and again, this idea of being self-righteous or conceited, it is sin. Let's just call it out. It is it is sin. God hates it, and so should we. Uh, again, not the person, but what it is. And, and one reason is because it hinders man's desire to seek and find the one true God. So he's not seeking. And, and we see that, that this leads to eternity in hell. This should be our concern. Not that they're, they're not kind, they're, they don't really care. They'll, they'll say things that are shallow and, you know, they don't mean them uh, just to get us to follow them. But the bigger picture is it leads them to hell. And that's, in, in contrast, the Christ follower who focuses on worshiping God and serving others uh, has the promise from God of eternal life with Jesus. And here is the big divide. Uh, Romans 2.8, uh, but to those who are self-seeking and do not obey the truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation and wrath will follow and this is the thing um they will get what their actions deserve in the end everyone who's arrogant of heart proverbs 16 uh, 5 is an abomination to the lord be assured he will not go unpunished so again for those people in our lives that are like this and we tend to just dislike them totally uh remember god is in control, he will, they will go unpunished. Our job is to live out Jesus in the midst of them. And then we see Proverbs 16, 18, 19, pride goes before destruction. Ouch. In a haughty spirit before a fall. It is better to be of lowly spirit with, with the poor than to divide the spoil with the proud. And my goodness, um, there it is right there. These people that are prideful think they've got it all. And before you know it, boom, something happens and they're, they're down and they're out. Again, we need to be praying for these people and ourselves if necessary. If, this has, you know, if we can relate to this, and we all can relate to it at some point. But realizing that God hates it uh, and he will act on this. They will pay the penalty uh, from God. So therefore, we need to be about living out Christ and and sharing Christ with these people by the way we live and love, and if possible, with words. Well, you know, Nancy, one of the things that harms our witness is pride, because it goes against what we should be developing, which is the fruit of the Spirit. So there's no guarantee that even after we are saved that pride won't affect us. So how does it still affect us? Yes, and, you know... Uh, I think for me, the unsaved uh, who are prideful, they're just living out this humanistic worldview. It's yeah. all about money. It's all about status. It's all about this and that and the other. I get it. I'm around it. And I have to catch myself sometimes. You know, be careful here. You know, uh, even though these people are annoying, don't go to battle with them. You know, but when, when, Pride can destroy any hope of having a healthy relationship with God and others. 
even after we're saved. And this is where the rub comes in. Uh, how many people do we know, and hopefully not ourselves, who are extremely prideful as Christians? They just think they're better. They know, they, they love to be in front of the big crowds. They love to ha- capture the attention of small groups. They make horrible small group people because they're, they're taking it over, if you know what I mean. But pride negatively affects the relationship because it Oh, no. Did we lose Nancy? Well, we need to take a quick break, (laughs) and we will come back with part two of our question about pride and why God hates pride with Nancy Fitzgerald of Anchors Away. It is our Biblical Worldview Question of the Week with Nancy Fitzgerald of Anchors Away Worldview Ministries. And uh, right before the break, we were talking about how God hates pride and that being saved does not mean that we are going to lose pride and that we're going to be okay uh, and we're just going to develop all the great fruits of the Spirit because, you know, the opposite of pride is humility. So, Nancy, what does humility look like in the life of the believer? Yes, and, and you know, that's the thing that draws people to Christ. It's not those that, that think they're too cool for for the unsaved, you know, not those that lord over their position before God, um, which might not be what they think, but but it's the ones who are listeners. You know, you were talking about people's stories earlier <clears throat> and, to, and to share their story. Um, we, as, we, we as Christians, this whole idea of dealing with pride and, and humility, um, we need to be people who want to listen to other people's stories. Mm instead of blurt out our own all the time, just listen to the stories, listen to their, you know, their side. And, and maybe we can learn and gain interest in, into their story and, and hopefully begin to have relationships with people. <clears throat> and we talked about First Peter 2.16 about living as free people and, and lives, live as people, as God's slaves here, this idea of really having a heart for others. Isaiah 57, uh, uh, 15, uh, for thus says the one who is high and lifted up, who inhabits eternity, whose name is holy, and that's God. I And he says, I dwell, dwell in the high place, in holy place, and also with him who is contrite and lowly, to revive the spirit of the lowly and to revive the heart of the contrite. This is, this is what God is asking is teaching him he is the one and only god he is god but his heart is with those who are humble and we need to be the same way uh uh, philippians 2 uh 2 through 8 i think says it so well do nothing from selfish ambition or conceit you know this is so in line with the old testament here but in humility count others more significant as yourselves and i guess i ask you how many leaders do you know today that are humble and consider more cons- significant uh, uh, others than themselves? Mm. And that goes on to say, let each of you look not only to his own interest, but also to the interest of others. Have this mind among yourself, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was born uh, in, in the form of God, he didn't count equality with God as the things to be grasped that emptied himself by taking the form of a servant, 
being born in the likeness of men and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even death on the cross. This is God himself who humbled himself. And I think he that's one reason why he looks on pride so so sternly, because we worship a God who is humble, who gave himself for us. And that's the example that he set for all of us. And we as the Christian church, I think, have failed miserably, especially Christian leaders uh, in, in, this whole, in this whole realm of mm. prideful, prideful lives. Well, Nancy, how do we fix our problem with pride? What, what do we do? Well, first of all, I think we need to recognize it is sin. And we, rec- we need to see we really do need God's grace on this. You know, as much as God hates the prideful, in a more significant measure, he loves the humble and he shows them favor. And the Christ follower who, who focuses on worshiping God, who focuses on serving others, who listens and go out, go out of their way, uh, uh, to love and, and to be there has the promise from God of eternal life with Jesus, but also the peace that passes all understanding, the, the wholeness of life when we have a relationship with God. So we're not yearning for applause from others, human beings. We, we, he's calling us to be content and him and, and full in our spirit with, with Christ and Christ alone so that we can care for the humble so that we can, we, we can work with people. Um, and Psalm 138, six through the, though the Lord is great, he cares for the humble. This needs to be where we are. James four, six through 10 scripture says, God opposes the proud, but he gives grace to the humble. So submit to God, Resist the devil and he will free from you. Draw near to God and he will draw near to you. Cleanse your hands, you sinners. Make your hearts pure, you double-minded. Grieve, mourn, weep. Turn your laughter into mourning and your joy into despair. Humble yourself before God and he will exalt you. So in this, I think, uh, Kelly, this, this whole idea of, humbling yourself before God, then you will be free. And, and we got, we've just got it backwards. We're out there trying to build ourselves up. And he says, when you humble yourself, I will exalt you. I will use you, you know, for my glory and not your own. Well, Nancy, you know, this question having to do with pride, as we said, runs counter to the fruits of the Spirit. And so, as we develop our fruits of the Spirit, we should be seeing pride wane, we should see it reducing, kind of going away in our life. And that's an important thing, because that all comes by way of sanctification, as we conform to the image of Christ. This is just such an important little piece of our Christian faith, and this is why we love uh, this this segment, obviously, to bring the biblical worldview question to those who need to hear it. And so, if you're struggling with pride today, I just want to encourage you maybe to take some time today, reflect on that introspectively, and ask God, you know, where is this a sin and an issue in my life, and ask Him to take mm-hmm. that from you and replace that with those 
uh, you know, fruits of the Spirit and humility. Humble yourself before the Lord and others around you. Nancy Fitzgerald of Anchors Away, thank you for this great question. Well, thank you, and I hope you have a blessed day. You're listening to Mornings with Kelly and Steve on Moody Radio, from the Word to Life.